This episode is brought to you by Levitt Pavilion. This summer, check out one of my favorite outdoor concert venues in Denver, Levitt Pavilion. May through October, Levitt is offering ticketed and totally free all-ages concerts. I feel like we just go to anything that's free because it's like the kids can be at the show and it's people aren't weird about it and you can like bring a picnic. It's awesome. Some of the free shows this season include Iskali, Melvin Seals, War and Treaty, Sunny War, Charlie Tuna, and more. To RSVP for free shows and buy tickets, plus see the full concert schedule, go to levittdenver.org. That's levittdenver.org. Today on CityCast Denver. It's time for the second installment of our summer entertainment guide, because we want to help you squeeze every drop of sun out of this mile-high summer. And for this one, we're doing something special. We got the team together to pick out our very own personal summer fun recommendations just for you, bracket style. Today is Wednesday, June 14th. I'm Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. I'm here with our producer, Paul Caroli. Hey. Our Hey Denver newsletter editor, Peyton Garcia. hey And CityCast editor, Adrian Gonzalez. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, guys. So uh, we're talking summer. Um, we're doing something that we normally do at the end of every week, which is where we look through a couple events and then we, we recommend one as a group. Um, but this is not the end of the week. This is actually the second installment of our summer entertainment guide. And we're going to pick the official CityCast Denver maybe for your summer, as in maybe you'll see us there. Um, Peyton has assembled a list of mega cool events to do in and around Denver this summer. Um, but there's only one of those events where you might see us, hence why we'll be picking our maybe today. Uh, so let's get into it. Actually, before we start, uh, can I make a suggestion for us? Okay. Now, this are we, is. Are we recording? Yeah, we're okay. recording. I didn't know if this was part of the. No, thing. this okay. is. Of course, this is part of it. <laughs> I, I want to. I think we should raise the stakes. Oh boy! I think this is a special, bigger, better recommendation. This is the whole summer we're talking about. I think we should throw the maybe away and I agree knew that's right what you were now say. that we will actually go. <laughs> To okay. whatever thing I like we that. Pick. I guess I lie to people every day, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because Whoa. it's Whoa. gonna mean I don't know. It's... Uh, that means I'm not gonna pick something that's like out of the way or like requires exactly. <laughs> Which is how our listeners are gonna be thinking about it too. I this is gonna know. be a our real recommendation. Might be more adventurous than us, though. Well, uh, we'll just have to see how it shakes out. Okay. Well, like it. love it. Sure. That's it. We're committed. Maybe. Okay. We're maybe committed. <laughs> Where do you want to start, Pay? All right, well, let's start kind of with the structure of this. So we're doing this kind of bracket style. So I have four categories of events. And in each category, I picked three events to recommend to you guys. And that'll and then, move into the... Yes. And okay. then once we have our favorite from all four categories, those four events will go up against each other for the ultimate CityCast, maybe for your summer. Maybe, definitely, maybe. Maybe, definitely, definitely maybe. probably, <laughs> definitely, maybe. maybe. Is that, is sure. that an Oasis song or an Oasis <laughs> album? I think it's an Oasis album. Um, I'm not an Oasis person. I'm a Blur person. I just wanted to put that out there for <laughs> other people that care. You okay. guys don't. So let's move on. I'm so excited about this. We got to get into the right. okay. 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 I want to hear these bits. All right. So category one, arts. Oh, 
Hit Big, wide-ranging. Arts with an S, yes. Wide-ranging, and I only had to pick, <laughs> I, could, I could only pick three. So, very first event, Colorado Native, a Native American comedy showcase taking Ooh. place Thursday, August 24th, 7 p.m. at the, the Holiday Theater in the Highlands through MCA. Tickets are $20. It's an evening of comedy from Indigenous Comics, hosted by Joshua Emerson, headlined by Dash Turner. I love the spin on Colorado Native. I know, me yeah, too. It's, I thought it's that was really great. Just, it's really just putting it out Fantastic there on its name. Yeah. yeah. The the <laughs> the ridiculousness of those bumper stickers, the fights that we have over what they mean, and the ownership of it here of indigenous comedians is genius. That could be really good. Also, also Josh Emerson, I'm a big fan. Yeah. That guy's so I've heard funny. He's hilarious. Amazing things about him. Good option. Good, good first option. Pick. What else All we got? Right. All right. Option number two in the arts category revealed. John Fielder's favorite place. So this is an exhibition Hmm. being put on by History Colorado. Saturday, it opens. The exhibition opens Saturday, July 22nd. Um, To get in, it's $15 for general admission, but members get in for free. Um, So this is an exhibit that will display 50 years of Colorado photography from the famous photographer and conservationist John Fielder. You'll get to view his work in large format prints. All of it culminates at the end of the exhibit in revealing John Fielder's favorite place. Wow. So the press release was like real. Yeah. The press release was really teasing. Like they wouldn't even give a hint as to where this is, but like the whole you you go through this whole exhibition of all of his work and then at the end you get to find out the place that John Fielder, who has explored every inch of the state, the place that he thinks is the coolest in Colorado. Oh, I gotta know. I think this sounds really cool because if you've seen his work and you've seen his work, whether mm-hmm. you know it or not, his work is great and it just really gives you this incredible perspective on Colorado and where we live. It's just, he's a very, very talented photographer. And I, like you said, you may not know that you've seen his work, but you've seen it because it has informed how you think about what Colorado looks like, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Also, I would say we are so used to looking at photos on our phones and our computers. Getting to see photographs like in real life, in large format, it's different. It's just so different. You I feel like you it. picked this event for me. I'm a huge John Fielder stand. Uh, oh. I have a, a book autographed by him, a photo book. Oh, cool. Uh, the big ass coffee table book. <laughs> Dope. Uh, this is great. What do you I, think, Paul? I think this is very tempting. I think it's already quite competitive so far. These I are know. two two good ones. Really I, but good. I want to hear what else you got for the arts category. Okay. Last one in the arts category. The grand opening celebration of Desert Rider Dreaming in Motion. Yes. That is an exhibit happening through the Denver Art Museum. They're having a grand opening um, event on Sunday, July 9th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. So the exhibit spotlights Latino and indigenous artists but their canvas was a vehicle, like a lowrider or a skateboard. I imagine there will probably be some motorcycles. But what they did is they decked out these, well, they quote unquote transformed these vehicles. Um, and the idea is to express the identity and pride of the Southwestern U.S. culture. And then opening night, so July 9th, there's going to be a lowrider show plus local food trucks and musicians. And I would also clarify they do they do transform some vehicles, but vehicles are sort of just the the piece, the object. So there's going to be some paintings of vehicles. Oh, is there? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I like got goosebumps when you brought this up. I am so excited about this exhibition. Carlos Fresquez, who's a staple here in in Denver 
for art. Um, but also we're going to see some artists from the Southwest region, Nani Ba Chacon, one of my favorite mm, artists of all time yes. out of New Mexico. We've never had her here. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Um, and I love the connection to the how many ways we look at the culture around lowriders and beyond is like, like you said, the vehicle is the object, but it's also a storytelling piece. It's a historic, it's just like, the photos, for, the photos I've already seen of the pieces you're going to see in this, I can't wait to see in real life. Yeah, it does sound really cool. And it's free. It it um, coincides with um, a free day at the museum. So it's the, the, oh, sorry, the opening night is free. Oh, my gosh. July 9th. I always get excited about the West in the summer. I do, too. Like mm. the idea of the West, like being in this part of this history that's gone back with all these different people that have come here. And this is this sounds like it would tap into that for me and get me excited about like a fresh perspective on the West, refreshed to me at least. and. I, I don't know that that might be the one for me of this group. That's pretty good. No, I lo I love this note. I think what to what Bree was saying. I love the reclaiming of some of these items that that were looked down upon at some point at, at, for some of these cultures. I think for Chicano culture, it's huge to have this in a museum. Yeah, and it's really the lowrider culture is such a big part of like the Denver community. Um, I would just love to learn more about it. Well, and like you said, Adrian, in the context of a of a art museum. Uh, this is the longtime work of Chicano activists 50 years ago. This mm -hmm, is the out, mm -hmm. this is what we get, this is the outgrowth mm -hmm. from that. It's like taking Chicano art seriously, taking indigenous art seriously, and putting it into context, like Paul says, of what the West looks like to us. This is a great way, honestly, to me, to get to know Denver if you're newer here and you want to know, like, what is this place about? This is one of those facets of it that tells such a, so much of our story. I love that. I love that you put it that way. Yeah, so I'm excited. I got to say, I'm that real could be biased. It. Is that it? Yeah. Is that I the mean, one? I mean, it definitely feels like the one we got most excited about. The the comedy show and the Colorado Native thing also sounds, that like sounds like a blast. really quite good. That's such a great idea. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Desert Rider on this one. That's my first okay. Let's do it. Desert Rider, huh? Okay, they advance to the finals. All right, I'm gonna good put that job. one in. Bold. I got a few weeks to get a lowrider to show up in. <laughs> Notoriously ever, easy to build. Show a car guy, Adrian. Is that a thing you've ever like experimented with? You ever done anything? With no. That? Be, again, I think. Long story short, it was something that to stay away from. It was something that would mark you as uh, a vagrant or, or something to be looked down upon. So huh. I never. I I love lowriders. Now I think that I've come into adulthood and gotten rid of some of those, unlearned some of those nasty things. I would love to have a lowrider or ten. <laughs> a fleet. <laughs> a fleet. A fleet of lowriders. Okay. All right. So that's our winner for that category. Should we move on? Oh, yeah. Okay. Category number two, food. Ooh, Paige's oh. favorite. Yeah. So this one was especially tough because there's 8 million food festivals you can go to throughout the summer. I am so curious what you came up with because you. Yeah. this is your wheelhouse. You are yeah. so familiar with these things. I mean, there's a million brewery festivals and wine festivals and bourbon and bacon festivals and just all of that. And and there's so many good ones. And you'll hear about them, you know, throughout the summer in the newsletter. But I did try to avoid some of those bigger ones. Top Taco, Burger Battle, Chicken Fight. I tried to avoid some of those for this list so that we could, you know, get just a little adventurous. Yeah. yeah. So first one, we're actually venturing out of Denver and we're driving three hours away to one of Bree's favorite places uh. to go. Glenwood <gasps> Springs. Glenwood Springs. <laughs> for the Strawberry Days Festival. Have you done this? Ooh. I haven't, but I just 
like it came across when we were researching for this and yeah. I was like, I have never heard of this. Yeah, I hadn't heard of it either. Um, it's taking place June 16th through 18th, very soon. soon. Um, it is free to go. So the festival um, has live music, food and craft vendors, family activities, a parade, you know, all that good festival stuff. But um, what was notable about this one is it's been happening for 125 years. Holy cow. Wow. Reportedly one of the oldest, quote, continuously held civic celebrations west of the Mississippi. I mean, that's at least what the website says. Yeah. It was started by the Tri-County Farmers Union in 1898 to promote local, the the state's finest fruits, vegetables, and dairy. The longstanding tradition of the festival is to serve free strawberries and ice cream. It's the community's official kickoff to summer. Wow. Yeah. The same dish that Doc Holliday probably had there decades ago, (laughs) you know? Strawberries and ice cream. Um, I mean, Glenwood Springs is so fun. This is really cool. The the history piece to this, um, it's just so rooted in the community there. It sounds like really cool. They have the mountaintop uh, amusement park in Glenwood Springs. They've got the Glenwood Springs Hot Springs. They've got Um, Iron Mountain. Glenwood Springs Hot Springs is going through a remodel. They're almost done. Uh, Iron Mountain also going through a remodel. So... I mean, if you need an excuse to go up there, I don't. This is a great. Yeah, this is a great reason. Iron Mountain's one of those good hot springs. That's <sighs> yeah. like a nightclub really too. That's it is kind of a scene different vibe. Night. Yeah, totally. Very, very cool. What do you guys think? It's good. It's good. But we got to see what else is out there. Yeah, just yeah? the next okay. one. Okay, next one. So this is one that I've spent all my life hearing about. I've never gone to, um, but I would love to check it out. The Olathe Sweet Corn Festival, August 4th and 5th in Olathe, Colorado, which is a five-hour drive from Denver. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of a commitment, um, but it's it's supposed to be really cool. It's one of Colorado's staple produce items that we we provide here, that we grow here. there's a parade, there's a corn eating contest, there's an Olathe royalty pageant, a tractor pool, a live country concert, and all you can eat roasted sweet Olathe corn. That's it's pretty free good. Free to too. go to, 30 bucks for the concert. Yeah, never been. Love Olathe sweet corn. I am not someone who typically gets excited about corn. <laughs> But you should. But I'm changing my Hot mind take. today, and I am a corn freak. Well, well I, I just, I just know in August I will. I know in August it's one of those things. It's like, you know, when peaches are in season, mm-hmm. when when uh, the the, green, when, the melons yes. from uh, yeah. Rocky Ford start coming into season. I w- always get into it. I always get excited about. it. I know I will be excited. Yeah. And uh, the photos this are, is the look time fun to too. People are like dressed up like corn. There's corn everywhere. <laughs> you know, conversely, I am town. someone that gets very excited about corn. Being something that originates from the Americas yes. and being Mexican, yes. I can't eat anything without corn. I get made fun of all the time. I need corn for my corn. Uh, I... So this is this is great. Yeah, like <laughs> I would gonna, I would eat corn with with more corn. Your 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 heart's content of corn at the Olathe Sweet Corn Festival. I mean, this I'm is in. making me hungry right great. now. <laughs> all right, we got strawberries. We got corn. What 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 else we got in our food category? All right. We have, this one's taking place in Edgewater. It's called the Blues and Barbecue Festival. It's actually called Blues and Barbecue for Better Housing. So I picked this one. Um, It's Saturday, July 15th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. because it raises funds for um, Habitat for Humanity of Metro Denver. So tickets are $10. VIP is $100. Um, So if you do VIP, you get access to a special lounge, and then your food and drink is all-inclusive. Um, GA food and drink is not included, uh, but it's a bunch of local food trucks doing barbecue, local brewers, local bands, games, activities, all that fun stuff. But most importantly, to raise money to build better housing. Hmm. Okay. Gluttony for a cause. 
Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. That one's Pretty in good. Edgewater. Mm-hmm. I think I was surprised this one has been going on for so long and I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Um, it sounds awesome. I really am more into the corn. <laughs> yeah. We have to pick. So corn, strawberries, barbecue for a cause. I'm leaning strawberries. The historic nature of it, 125 years. A festival doesn't go that long if it's not good. You know, they're going to have like good stuff figured out there. I was trying to like not go to the place I always go. I have been to Olathe actually. Oh. Is Olathe fun? What's Olathe like? I was yeah. there in the off season, clearly, because okay. <laughs> there was like no one there. But no. I bet they come all out for this. And I, I'm with Adrian. I would eat corn every day on yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I'm really intrigued by the corn festival. Uh. I mean, the one thing that Glenwood has over is the proximity. Yes. It is not nearly as much of a drive. But the corn oh. festival sounds really dope. Call me the- corny. I'm going to get corn. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, right. well, I think I'll you're outnumbered. You I'll let you three have the corn. <laughs> awesome. I'll get there. I'll get excited about it. You will when the time comes. The five-hour drive is going to be a factor in the finals, though. We'll talk about that later. This episode is brought to you by the Colorado Wine Board. Because the wine community here is, like, surprisingly robust. I mean, think about Bigsby's Folly and Infinite Monkey Theorem here in Denver alone. And there are urban wineries all across the Front Range. Then there's the Western Slope, Peonia, I mean, Palisade, hello, Palisade Wine, are you kidding me? It didn't used to really be a thing, but from what I hear, it's very much a thing now. There are more than 165 wineries across Colorado to explore, and they produce all sorts of wine that reflect our unique culture and climate. So finding a label that you're going to love is easy, no matter where your adventure takes you. Discover it for yourself and support local winemakers at coloradowine.com. That's coloradowine.com. All right, guys, next category. This one's exciting. Mountain adventure. Oh, good. I'm glad you did this. <laughs> yeah. So Me these too. are all going to take us a little bit outside of Denver. Um, first one, I have never heard of this, but it's very exciting. It's called Fib Arc Whitewater Festival. Fib? Like F-I-B? Fib Arc. Yeah, Fib Arc. It stands for First in Boating on the Arkansas. So this takes place in Salida. So that's a three-hour drive from Denver. It's June 15th through 18th. So again, coming up very soon. Um, and it is a whitewater rafting festival, but it's also so much more than that. So they have all of these crazy races that take place on the Arkansas River. Like they have the hooligan race, which is a race for anything <laughs> that floats that's not a boat. So oh, cool. people are building <laughs> okay. floating I would enter that. platforms and you have to just, I don't know, I guess not sink. They're like their signature whitewater rafting race, they claim is, quote, the longest, oldest, most prestigious and perhaps the toughest race in North America. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a professional rafting yeah. race so and then also this like, like yeah, amateur fun hooligan thing? Totally. And then there's <laughs> like awesome. some intense ones. And there's also running races. There's a hill climb, a trail run, a 10K. And then they've got all the normal festival stuff, a bouncy castle, live music, local vendors. Um, this has been going on for 75 years. And it's the way that they, it, it takes place every June at the peak of spring snow runoff. This sounds Wow. So cool. It's free to be a spectator. It costs money to um, register to participate in the events. But just sounds like it'd be really fun to watch. I'd say make this like a four or five day trip because mm-hmm. you're almost, Salida's like almost halfway to Santa Fe. And that 285 drive is mm-hmm. gorgeous. Beautiful. 
I love Salida. Salida is a, one of those fantastic little gems in the mountains where you can spend an afternoon if you're driving on the way to it's somewhere so else. Beautiful. It's always worth a stop, or it's a destination in its own right. There's a great pizza place there. I don't remember the name of it. I'll put it in the show notes, but I'll, <laughs> that's a you know, little sub recommendation. I feel like our tunnels expert said there was some tunnel situations in that in Ooh. Salida as interesting. well. Interesting. So very interesting. Um, so that one could be a whole big weekend trip. Yeah. It sounds, sounds like fun. a great. Mountain yeah. adventure. Yeah, right? What, Great else, pick. what else we got, Peyton? Okay, next mountain adventure. Crested Butte Wildflower Festival. This hmm. takes place July 7th through the 16th. It's a 10-day festival filled with wildflower workshops. And when I say that, I mean you're learning how to paint wildflowers. You're learning about the pollination of wildflowers, wildflower wildflower photography, how to use wildflowers in medicine and cooking. Um, there's garden tours. There's wildflower hikes. Uh, 10 days. Crested Butte has some of the most incredible wildflowers Ever, huh. they're actually the um, capital, the wildflower capital of Colorado. Oh, Ooh. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I have a friend who, well, a friend of my wife's from college, just came to visit Colorado because she's dating this guy, and they came specifically for Crested Butte wildflowers. Really, from I've Washington D.C. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, this is like a, a world famous thing. Yeah, he he said That's he awesome. remembered seeing them as a kid, and he always dreamed of coming back. Wow. Really? Yeah. It kind of got oh, me excited about sell. it again, too. That's yeah. cool. Paul's yeah. really selling us on the wildfire. I mean, yeah. the, and the price varies by event, but it's really not crazy. It's anywhere. They range from like $50 to 125 depending on what you want to do. But they have everything there. I think it's going to be a good wildflower year, too, because of the, the water, the mm -hmm. wet winter we had. Mm -hmm. Although the rafting also has, that's an advantage there as well. Yeah. yeah. All the rain. It's another tough category. And it's only a two and a half hour drive on 285. So yeah, you that's not really bad do at all. that in mm. a day. I mean, you might want to stay. I I think you'd want to at least stay the night, but you wouldn't have to. Yeah, you, you didn't. You could just make it a day right. thing. What's oh, our third mountain right. adventure? Last one. <laughs> I should have done this one first. Feels a little anticlimactic, but it's a mushroom identification course. I'm in. Say less. Oh, I know. <laughs> Say less. I was like, I'm so out. Say this less. is through. This is through the Colorado. <laughs> My mycological. Am I saying that right, Paul? Mycological. Mycological. I, I don't know. I think so. Okay, well, sounds right to me. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the Colorado Mycological Society. So you can register for this course. Um, one, the course includes two classroom sessions and one field trip. So you'll learn from John Summer, who's president of the Colorado Mycological Society. He was educated in botany and plant pathology, so he has degrees in mushrooms. Um, you'll learn everything there is to know about mushrooms, how to identify them, how to collect them, and how to use them, I'm assuming in things like cooking and medicine. Um, the classes are here in Denver at St. Joseph Hospital, but there are field trips the location of the field trip is TBD, but hmm. I assume you have to adventure at least toward the mountains sure. to find mushrooms? Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, you'd learn. I, I, that's probably why it's TBD, right? They're going to wait until they know where, where the, the best good ones mushrooms are. Yeah. are. yeah. So, and, um, so the course is only $50. You do have to sign up to be a member of the Colorado Mycological, Mycological Society in order to attend the class. But a year... Membership is twenty five dollars and eighty seven cents. So really, so it's like not bad. Bucks. Yeah, that's pretty good for two classes and a field trip. This is yeah. something that doesn't would would not normally have interested me, but my sister who has been going to school for herbalism is really like she's been like really experimenting with mushrooms and how to forage for them, and it's actually 
pretty cool stuff. Um, and potentially lucrative. Some of these mushrooms yeah. you can just find on the you know side mm-hmm. of the road. You can yeah. Sell, like, Sounds like money. it's something that's really growing in popularity too from what I've seen hmm. on the internet. I, I have to also add, I mean, I, I've done a little bit of research in the mushroom world lately and uh, I can't say for certain that anyone on this trip is going to be in the know, but you know, the other kind of mushrooms, the magic kind, I don't know a single person who is interested in mushroom foraging and the like eat mushroom eating for food that is not also interested in oh, there's psilocybin a big and psychedelics. There. Huge crossover. Yeah. I mean, it's plant medicine. Yeah. Come yeah. so, so that give me a chance some... to use my, uh, know, my like... mushroom knife. That I have, I don't use very often. You got a mushroom knife. I got a mushroom knife. What's that look like? It's just like a little Openel that this brand. It's a small little like five inch knife, and it has a brush on one end, so you can brush off and clean your mushrooms, and then a little knife, so you can. Oh, you're all forced. Set. Adrian, <laughs> I'm learning so much about you today. These events are very telling. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Fibark, the mm-hmm. Whitewater Rafting Festival in Salida, 75 years old. The Crested Butte Wildflower Festival, or the Mushroom ID Expedition. What are I we mean, thinking? I don't want to turn down a trip to Salida personally. Mm. Even if the festival itself is not super my jam, you had me at Bouncy Castle, so there is something else to do, or at least watch these folks. Yeah, I think their crazy boat could be so fun. The hooligan one that does sound yeah, great. yeah, that sounds I, like a proper mountain adventure. Mm-hmm. All so, right, you agree, Adrian? I agree. So okay, Fibark, it is. <sighs> Do we have another category? Is it time for the finals? We don't. We have one more. Okay, one more category. This category is drum roll, please. <laughs> Miscellaneous. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> we have a grab bag. <laughs> Couldn't some, fit it into some a real category. Off the wall stuff. <laughs> this is extremely, extremely <laughs> anticlimactic. <laughs> yep. Trump roll. Peyton, hit us with your first miscellaneous pick. Okay. First one is the Pollinator Palooza from the Butterfly Pavilion. I've oh, been doing a lot have. of research and work with Butterfly Pavilion like this spring. Just because, yeah. the, I don't know, I, I did some research on them. I talked with some of their peeps, and they do really cool stuff they do. so i've been like recommending their stuff a lot in the newsletter um but pollinator palooza is the culmination of a two-month initiative that they do to educate the public on the importance of pollinators and how to you know help that cause so this is taking place sunday june 25th 10 a.m to 3 p.m at the butterfly pavilion in westminster it is free to attend um the outside portions, at least. Admission is required for the indoor exhibits. So you can still buy your tickets, which are 15 bucks for adults, free for kids, and go in and check out some of the Butterfly Pavilion exhibits. Um, But the event is to raise awareness and celebrate local pollinators. There's going to be a pollinator artisan market and food trucks, which a lot of times in things like these, you're... um, they focus on stuff like bees. They use like beeswax and bee pollen um, and honeycomb. In their products? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also going to be garden tours and a pollinator gardening station where you can learn how to plant uh, plants that are that will attract oh, yeah. local pollinators and support mm-hmm. that ecosystem. Um, plus, there's going to be a live concert and kid-friendly activities. You can check out the new pollinator place exhibit inside the pavilion um, and learn all about our local pollinators. I've been like really in <laughs> to supporting local pollinators lately. I'm sure yeah. Bree knows. It's been like all over the newsletter. <laughs> it has been in your newsletter a lot. Uh, it's just like a thing I'm into this year. But I mean, as a person with a two-year-old, this sounds like a fantastic event. Um, we also just planted some pollinator um, plants a couple of years ago, and they're 
working. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's cool. It's really cool to see in your own garden. But I think I would love to learn more. And um, your interest in it has gotten me interested <laughs> in it because I edit your newsletter. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it is like a little hidden gem. Like I remember when the Butterfly Pavilion opened, it was just like, oh, you can go look at bugs. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> research they and do so learn much so cool much stuff regional now. yeah you know, i just have so. to say check out their stuff if yeah. you go it's to great this. it's really Underrated. cool i'm kind of over pollinators too many miller moths in my house to be i mean yes but what about right the honeybees paul yeah, i don't know i don't know what else what else we got what else is miscellaneous baby? adrian did you have any thoughts on the pollinator palooza oh, that sounds fascinating okay love it. all right moving on um, this one takes us out of Denver, but only about an hour. The Georgetown Loop Old West Days. Oh. So this so. one kind of took me down a rabbit hole. I honestly don't know much about the town of Georgetown um, or the Georgetown Loop Railroad, but there's a ton of history there. It's very, very rich in Old Western history. Um, so the Georgetown train, I wish we had Olivia here because she's like oh, an yeah, expert. She's a Georgetown Loop Georgetown. Yeah, she really Olivia is. Love. Olivia Jewel Love. So um, anyways, basically what it sounds like is you go to the Georgetown Loop Railroad and it sounds like it's basically old west cosplay i don't want to simplify it um but it, it if you're dressed up like it's the old west and you're learning how they did as things in the am. old west <laughs> as you, Adrian, you can are, just walk right onto that set you get to uh they encourage you to come dressed up oh, meet see, old west characters even as his hat and just put on a fantastic yeah. hat donning his hat it is hats. beautiful it would be perfect for this event um you can learn how to pan for gold and you can buy a quote cowboy lunch um then of course Ooh. take the hour-long ride on the georgetown steam engine train through Wait, what's a cowboy lunch cowboy cuisine i don't know if i've ever it's a can of beans like part of the yeah the, the cowboy meat is good food I'm, but it's all about the experience, Nasty, Paul. Have you learned? Steak. Have you learned like nothing? Chuck wagon. <laughs> from, <I'm sorry>. yeah. <laughs> then you would you. I don't know if you guys have done the the Georgetown train, but that looks pretty beautiful. Oh, I for sure. Oh, so it's like a, a loop. Ride? It just like oh, yeah. it's a train ride through, but it has this really cool bridge where you like go over. I, don't, I honestly don't know I don't, anything about I think it. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen an. Ad, I've seen a billboard for it here. <laughs> so. I think that one sounds really cool. That's Honestly, cool. Olivia's um, excitement about the Georgetown train really psyched me up for this. And I, I like old Western stuff, so I think this could be cool. Does it see okay. how much it is? Yeah, it is free. Um, free to go to the Georgetown Loop Old West Days event. Train rides are $35 for adults and $29 for kids. Well, that's not bad. What else? What's our last miscellaneous thing? Last event... <laughs> Uh, super miscellaneous the scandinavian <laughs> midsummer festival oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay <laughs> wait 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 midsummer or midsommar midsummer okay not right. same midsommar. thing isn't it? no idea i don't speak um nordic languages no one of those languages um mostly i picked this one because it's in estes park mm. our favorite place. and we love estes park and yeah. they do all sorts of cool stuff yeah they do it's um June 23rd through the 25th. It is free to go to. But also, like, how how often do you see festivals that celebrate or anything really that celebrates celebrates Scandinavian culture? I, and it's too cool. Rarely. Yeah, I don't too rarely. know anything about and it other than their furniture. Here's what great. I can tell you about it. They'll have authentic food like um, potato sausages and a bunch of stuff I can't oh, pronounce. Better than cowboy lunch. Yeah. Um, crafts, music, performances, um, and stuff like 
flower crown making and folk dancing and Viking reenactments. There's like a 25% chance you'll get indoctrinated into a cult at this festival. Yes, as a fan <laughs> of that I've movie. I've seen this movie. Uh, yeah. I know how this goes. Count me Man. in then. I love Estes Park. I, I know. Like, yeah. I just yeah. love Estes Park. Good. I like to go up there for, for the July... Um, you really, mm -hmm. though, if you want to stay in yeah. Estes Park, you need to make a reservation because I have slept in my car before. Oh, I have too. Yeah. <laughs> do what you got to do to get to Estes Park. <laughs> okay, so that's our final miscellaneous. We got Pollinator Palooza, the Georgetown Loop Old West Days, and that Cowboy Lunch, and the Scandinavian Midsummer Festival in Estes Park. Mm. That's a tough category. Mm, also, tough um, I don't think I said when the Georgetown Old West days were. Oh. It's August 19th and 20th, and also August 26th and 27th. What are you guys thinking? <sighs> Georgetown. Loop, I think so. my pick is Georgetown. Yeah, 100% yeah. me too. Love <laughs> that. that train is incredible. Train rides in the mountains. Those are yeah. so good. Yeah. Always good. So fun. Okay. All right. Paul, you want to recap us on? Our finalists Kay. are the Desert Rider exhibition at the Denver Art Museum, Dreaming in Motion, the Olathe Sweet Corn Festival, a five-hour drive away for corn, all the corn you could ever dream of, the Fib Arc Whitewater Rafting Festival in Salida, the Georgetown Loop Old West Days. That's I mean, I just four good events. I know what I'm gonna do. I know where I'm going. What are you gonna what are you do, Bray? Yeah, I'm tell going us. to the dam. That's I want to see the desert rider. I've been wanting to see the desert rider exhibition since we got that press release like three months ago. Mm -hmm. I, when we when we were doing when we were getting ready for this, I was like, is it open yet? Did I miss it? Have we seen it? So <laughs> I just also Paul, you you put the caveat in there that we have to pick something we would you yeah. might actually see yeah, what that? would you actually want you, yeah the you think i'm gonna go downtown to see something absolutely Perhaps. that's a big advantage for that one so wow. that's where i'm leaning i'm yeah. with you brie i i've heard about this our friend victoria works at the denver Art museum she was one of the curators for this and ever since i heard about it i think like a year ago i've been waiting for the show Same. i think she, this might be my pick is she pumped is this like a, a bigger and better exhibit or is this like you know one of the ones they do no, this is this is new. This is big. This is a, a very special exhibit. All right. Well, okay. The other one that I'm really excited about is the Whitewater Rafting Festival because I do love Salida, and that sounds like a yeah. great weekend. And, also, to be you know, fair, that one is next weekend. Well, I love the Georgetown Loop, and I think we could totally go team field trip. Right, the train is the Georgetown Georgetown Loop one again. Old West. The days? Old West days August. is in August, so okay. two weekends in August. Look at look at the. It we is always plenty of time to go to, to the mountains in the summer because it's yeah. a little cooler. Yeah, 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 it would be nice, especially yeah. mid August when Denver, you're dying. Adventures out of Denver, rides a train together, has a cowboy lunch. Cowboy lunch, cowboy cosplay. I, I mean, oh. that's tough. Paul, where's your vote? We know, we know ours. What are you? Le I like all of them. I like yeah. all of them except Olay Sweet Corn, which just not. It's good, but. Five hours too far. I thought you were yeah. revealing yourself to be a corn freak. <laughs> As Adrian and I Aspiring. Are. <laughs> you're an aspiring. You're not, not that so you're much. clearly not that committed to corn. No, I'm I'm really not. Um it could be the dam for me. I could be convinced for the dam. But Old West Days is like right there. Yeah. I, Let's be honest, we're gonna go to see this exhibit. No matter yeah, what. And I know. Even, if we, even if we don't, even if we don't go thinking. to opening day, we're right. gonna go see it. I know it. that's what it's I was thinking. So was like, easy. We're gonna go anyway. Georgetown. Here's my pitch for Georgetown. It's not that far. Yeah, it is not. Feasibly, we could go to that. Yeah, and this old West days is only two weekends. Mm -hmm. Whereas the exhibit, you can go throughout the summer. Exactly. 
Ah, you, you, I think you talked me into Georgetown. I, I, I do. I the train ride looks awesome. Me on that last, this is the two Although, weekends only. I like that. If anyone listening knows what a cowboy lunch is, please tell us. <laughs> Don't tell us. <laughs> Send I want to be surprised. Send pics. <laughs> uh, is that it? Do we just pick our sure. official Georgetown Loop? The Georgetown Loop. I'm not, not, not a paid sponsor of Georgetown. <laughs> just none of us are. <laughs> really good at swinging votes. <laughs> Okay, so there you have it, our official CityCast Denver, maybe for your summer, the Georgetown Loop Old West Days, happening two weekends in August, and it is free to attend, uh, but $35 for adults to ride the train. $29 for kids. $29 for kids. That's a good deal. That sounds awesome. I love it. Also, if you want more events, as we know that Peyton rounded up several dozen, um, you can find those in the Hey Denver newsletter, which you can subscribe to by texting Denver to 66866 right now and anytime. Uh, And also, I mean, you get recommendations from Peyton every week, every day of the week. And then Fridays, you get an onslaught of everything happening over the weekend. So if you're trying to figure out what to do this summer, the Hey Denver newsletter is the best way to do it. I'm an event machine. You are an event machine. Yes. Well, Peyton, Adrian, and Paul, thank you guys so much. Yeah, this was fun. See you in Georgetown. See See you in Georgetown. Yeehaw. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell Silver Plume Mayor slash Georgetown Loop train engineer Sam McCloskey about us. Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, by texting Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye.